Today on Alphabetical, lying. Hello and welcome back to Alphabetical, the podcast where we're discussing all of the Beatles' magical songs alphabetically <laughs> from 12 to Y. I'm L. Adam. I'm Alex Robinson. I'm Pete the Retailer. And I'm John. And today we're talking about flying from 1967's Magical Mystery Tour. Yes. The <laughs> Thanks for confirming. <laughs> yes, you are correct. Next. We do have confirmation of that, everyone. This is flying from Magical Mystery Tour. Flight confirmation. Um, the first instrumental the Beatles recorded since 12 Bar Blues. Since episode one. Since episode one. And it's probably their last the instrument. 12, the 12 Bar Blues. Episode? This is it. All We're the instrumentals. It. All the Beatles Goodbye, instrumentals everybody. from Aww. 12 to F. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, and thus, therefore... I always it, thought, um, until I looked into it, that this was a Harrison... Only composition. Right. I don't know why. Nope, just, just like 12 Bar Original. Seems like pure George. Well, it's mainly George, I think. Because um, the credits everyone are... Takes a little part in it. Instead of like Lennon-McCartney, Harrison, Starkey, it's Harrison, yeah. Lennon-McCartney, You think that's... Starkey. I just assume they were in alphabetical order. Alphabetical order. Alphabetical. <laughs> that's what you assume about everything. No, I... I, I just thought it rhymed better that way. <laughs> uh, they... I think it's it's you know normally the other ones I could be wrong. Twelve bar uh, twelve bar original was Lennon McCartney Harrison Starkey I think. So Lennon right. McCartney came first. So this one I think Harrison comes first, and then like Lennon dash McCartney as a unit I think in the middle, and then Starkey. Hmm. Yeah, I could be wrong about yeah, that. That's, so that, I think that's... because they put George first because it's mostly his. He directed it. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's why I thought it could be George. Yeah, it's very kind of atypical, of course, obviously being instrumental, but I think also the, the use of the heavy use of the mellotron and stuff gives right. it a very distinctive, uh, you know, it doesn't really sound like any of your other. Uh, yeah. Have, have it, we talked about dreamy quality, you know? yeah. what a mellotron is? Have we, have we discussed that? Probably, but have we done um, the most relaxed transformer ever? Uh, right. I think, I think we did because I think you made that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for chogging my memory. <laughs> I don't remember that, but it sounds like me. <laughs> It's a keyboard type thing, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, it's basically like an analog sampler. So it's, you play keys and it activates a tape loop. Wow. Um, inside of it. Um, yeah. There we go. And so John was it's, playing the Mellotron in this one, not you, not me. But oh, John I was Lennon. Say, wow. John Lennon. That's insane. Um, yeah. No, I, they're, they're great, but uh, you know they they uh, had a finite time uh, existing. Right. And they often broke down because every key uh, had at least one. Um, if there was more than one sample, I think they could like double them up and have like a flute or whatever. Right. But it was like literally one piece of tape for every sample for yeah. every note. So it was literally a tape, not like an yeah. organ where. Yeah. So it was a mechanical thing. Like every time when you're playing, yeah. it's it's running all these different pieces of tape. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like playing like fifty tape recorders yeah. like at once. But you know, it worked. Uh, magical mystery tour and i saw also that it had a bunch of audio audio like uh you know uh, stuff put in by john lennon and ringo working yeah, yeah they came in back the, at uh, the end and i love that uh that the the thought of that of john and ringo just being like hey you want to check out the tapes yeah and like going through sound effects loops and being like <laughs> hey, what about this one 
and just like hanging out, you know, get a pizza and just kind of go through the tape loop, sound effects loops in the in the in the library at the studio and find a bunch of stuff. I pictured John doing it, and then like when Paul's like, "Who put all these bloody loops in there?" and he's like, oh, "I did." And Ringo was there too. <laughs> and then, you That's know, I was like, "Literally, what happened with?" Uh, sorry, I'm jumping ahead, but Revolution Nine, you know, McCartney was right. away. And they did all that. <laughs> I've never listened to that song yet. We're not up to it. Yeah, so I, sorry. Yeah. I didn't even know what it is, but I had a dream last night. <laughs> oh, you mean Frevolution. Oh, yeah. it was the number nine dream you Front had. Front Day yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, John Lennon. From nine to Y. He made yeah. a mess. And McCartney was like, what'd you do? Me toys are all over the place. <laughs> Put them back. Well, Paul's very sensitive to the fact that John Lennon gets all the credit for the avant-garde one when yep. you know, he sees... <laughs> Every interview, he's like, I was really the one who did it. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a lot of uh, Pudley in this uh, yeah, we're, we're all yeah. Accent. I think we're getting more comfortable with making <laughs> this people week. nauseous. I respect <laughs> the people overseas. I've yet to do. No, I've probably done some all horrible ones. All the people ones. overseas? Like everyone? Except America? Yes. Like, Hawaiian? Right. I hate Hawaiians, you guys so Polynesians, much. Polynesians, um, Russian, everybody. Yep. If it's over a sea. Speaking of Stanley Kubrick, yes, uh, this apparently was in the film, the television film, Magical Mystery Tour, where um, it was over shots of Iceland that Stanley Kubrick shot and didn't use for uh, Doctor Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying in Love with the Bomb. Right. That's pretty so, cool. I, I can't believe I didn't know that. So I hope there's a Kubrick one. Every We have to find a Kubrick reference for every... Well, yeah, either Peter Sellers or Stanley let's Kubrick. Let's do... I, get I can do uh, six degrees of Kubrick for, for every track. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, that's Fair a big enough. commitment. Anyone see, actually seen Magical Mystery Tour here? Yes. We, uh, Pete and I, uh, in college... Okay. ...had an RA who's still a good friend of ours. Yes. And this was back when nothing existed. I mean, the internet was pretty new. But we had VCRs. But we didn't even have our own VCR, I don't think. Like, there was a VCR that belonged to the floor. Yeah, uh, the one in the closet. That we had to, like, <laughs> we had to sign out. Yeah. And so, but he, RA was a pretty big Beatles guy. And he became fascinated with Magical Mystery Tour for, like, a semester. And so, I think, like, every Sunday night, he would... He would show, I think he would show Twin Peaks or something, or, right. or something else, or addition to that. But then, like before he put the um, the card away, he would uh, do some highlights of Magical Mystery Tour um, <laughs> over and over again, in different different scenes. But yes, yeah, so I've seen it, but this is about twenty years ago. Um, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I haven't seen it for a long time. I'd be more curious to see it now as an adult. But yeah. if I could say one thing, imagine John <laughs> Lennon dressed up as a funny waiter. Putting loads and loads of spaghetti on someone's plate and table, just dumping it from a wheelbarrow. Yeah. If that's not reason <laughs> to see it, I don't know what is. I imagine it's the kind of thing is good to that you have the fast forward option. So yes. when you get to like the long stretches of just shots of Iceland with instrumentals over it, you can fast forward. And then when you have the crazy dreams, you know, yes. stuff right. like that, that's when you tune in. And the only thing worse than that is uh, Wonderwall, which I saw as a kid wow. again on rental, which is George Harrison. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't do my research, but uh, I don't know. He did the soundtrack, but I don't know who's responsible for it, but it's terrible. <laughs> Alex is actually the one responsible for it. You yeah. are. I knew oh, that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderwall is one of those kind of things that um, I had some other notes. This comes up again in other episodes, but Wonderwall will live on forever solely because of the Beatles connection. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If the Beatles weren't involved in that, no one would ever refer to that movie probably for the rest of eternity but now it's going to get mentioned on podcasts and 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 stuff like that that's the it's almost reminds me of our other uh 
the other inevitable podcast we're going to do the simpsons where <laughs> stuff lives on because it's mentioned in the simpsons that right. w- w- otherwise would totally have been forgotten like sheriff lobo yeah. or the who chronologically from seasons <laughs> one through 12 because i won't go past season 12 no. i wouldn't even go that high but i'll go as high as eight i'll go uh, you said yeah. it. Eight? You're going eight, too? Yep. Season eight. 12 has Homar, though. It's like one of the great episodes, one of the last great episodes. All right. This is a different podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to put my arm down. Um, bringing back to uh, the last episode, Pete, you mentioned the uh, the stereo mixing. Yes. This is, this is a another perfect one. example of a really isolated, hard left, hard right panning right. in the stereo. Um, the guitar solo right. comes in. Completely in the left thing, left side. Um, I always thought that was fun, you know, just to show yeah. people like what stereo is. It works better here. I think with an instrumental, I don't mind it as much just because right. it's, you know, it's, it's more kind of spacey and ethereal. Whereas if there's, you know, singing, like we talked about it for Fixing a Hole where it's just kind of like, why is the music, like is something wrong with my headphones? Why yeah. is all the music on the right? And then Paul comes in on the yeah. left and it's like, oh, okay. Throws me off yeah. when you're walking like somewhere where you need it. You want to be like aware at night. So you have like one headphone on and you're like. Wait, everything just went silent. <laughs> and all of a sudden, McCartney's yelling at you about home improvement. It's like although, brushing my teeth. <laughs> although it could be good. It could be fun sometimes because if you, it was almost like a primitive way of like isolating the vocals. You know, right. nowadays you can do that with GarageBand or something. But, right. you know, like I'm like, what goes on? I think I remember that's a song I've heard about where the vocals are really are in one thing. And you could totally, that's the one that stands out to me. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, uh, I'd like to look into this a little more, but um, if this was a result of just the this technology of stereo back then, like, maybe it was still, like, the first few years, it was like, well, we could do this both channels, left channel, like, those are your choices, you know, whereas, like, later on, or, you know, there's a, a, a difference of, of, of making it slightly to the left in the middle, right. you know, you could do a whole range of... Uh, Right. Stereo, so I don't know. Yeah, I think stereo is just more widespread by this point. Yeah, you know, everybody's coming out with stereo albums and really kind of playing with it. Right. Did we talk about the mono versus stereo debate? We, yeah, we've 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 brought bit. it up a few Touched times. Yeah. yeah, we haven't really debated it, but debated it, debated it. Uh, today, when I was preparing this, I I when I just discovered that there's a nine minute thirty six second version of flying and. An eleven minute uh, or twelve something minute one of a flying, of flying, of, a yeah. flying oh, boy. or aerial tour instrumental as it right. was originally. Mm. And so I was like, "Oh, I'd be curious to hear that because you know, guys, know I'm a big fan of the extended dig it." And um, I was very disappointed. I really was hoping it was going to be like flying for for nine minutes, but right. it's like basically two minutes or three minutes of flying, and then another seven minutes of of, of a stone Paul John Rigo. Lennon noodling yeah. around on yeah. John <laughs> no, this is, uh, tape loops. Yeah. So like, oh, what if we put some birds? <clears throat> I was really hoping it would if be it a really long... was. I mean, it would be great if it really was that for 12 minutes. And then they, instead of releasing it, they sold it to Pink Floyd and then they put it on like right. Echoes and then <laughs> Stanley Kubrick heard it and then synced up his movie with it. And, yeah. I, and I really wish full it was, circle. Uh, for better or for worse, the Beatles never really got into that lengthy psychedel- psych- psychedelia. How do you say right. that word? Psychedelio? Psychedelio. What's the psychedelio? <laughs> That's what they used to say back in the day, in the 60s. What? What's, What's the, the psychedelio, buddy? <laughs> the Brits called each other buddy. Buddy, sure, that was Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, talk, what's up, no, chum? They were talking to buddy, though. Yeah. <laughs> buddy is a slang for friend. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call me buddy, guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the kids say. Um, 
So song, I like the song. You want to give it a rating? How do you feel about it? Um, it's fun. It's dreamy. I feel like I'm flying when I listen to it. Yeah. Um, but again, but it's it's not something I would uh, like be like a take a desert island disc or anything like that. So I'm probably gonna go. Th- Ooh, he was almost it was uh, right there. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Two. three psychedelios. Oh, mm. psychedelia! I'll agree. I'll also give it three psychedelios. So will I. It's a nice three, you know. Yeah. If it was nine minutes of full flying, I would give it. I would give it four. Right. But. Uh, uh, Pete, are you going to keep the streak alive? Give it three psychedelios? No, I think I'm going to go four. I like it a little more than that. Uh, you know, I, I agree with your choice. I uh, I wish I had your courage. <laughs> uh, never You're afraid of flying. Song, you know, I, I usually <laughs> will turn it up flying. and, you know, <laughs> have it on. You know, there's a handful of songs that uh, as we go through, I'm just kind of like, wait, what's that one again? With flying, it's it's rarely. I'm always like, yeah, like I get the little, you know. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. Ringo's very loud in the mix, isn't he? Or, or is it my they're all just doing a funny? Uh, or they're all just doing voice. deservedly so. Well, so I'm surprised you're not giving it a higher rating, Adam, because oh, yeah. you're the famous Ringo supporter, <laughs> the world famous Ringo supporter, <laughs> the um. internet's first Ringo supporter. <laughs> uh, covers. I Wait, got, did I you got two. rate it? Yeah, I, I agreed with you, sir. Oh, okay, cool. We've been on in sync, so when you say what I like, what I'm gonna say, I'm just like, yeah, me too. Wait, He's totally looking at your paper. Right, totally right, you off. <laughs> you didn't see us at the Barclays, the VMAs, the other no, year. I missed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, um, so you said you had a cover. Yeah, I have two. Two I, covers. I up. A front and a back. One that was okay, and one that I hated. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was by uh, Yonin Bayashi, Japanese progressive band. I was listening I to it. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, when you say Japanese progressive, what am I? If I listen to this, what is it like? Yes, progressive, or is this like more modern progressive? Like the insurance company? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like is I it like puberty again? <laughs> um, is it, I, Japanese progressive to me smacks. It's to me it, that conjures electronica. It's not electronica. It's more subdued. It's kind. Of, it's kind of very faithful to this. Okay, just slightly trippier. That's the good one. That's one you yeah, liked. Yeah, the what one I hated. I'm pretty sure I've brought up my dislike for the Across the Universe soundtrack. All right. I, actually, I like that one. Machines. Is that yeah, it? I did not like that. I liked oh, it. Oh, I couldn't get into. I haven't it. heard any of those. To be honest with you, uh, I had the residents. Residents do a cover of this, which oh. uh, they make it weird but fun. Now, you know, I like novelty songs. What's the deal with the residents? Would I like them? I've never heard a residents song. I don't know if you would. It's one of those things. They're more like the novelty is one of those crazy. One of those things. You either think they're amazing or like I I hate these guys. Uh, Which friend do you fall in that? I fall in the middle. I don't know. I don't really know them. (laughs) You either one or two, and I'm somewhere in between. (laughs) Uh, It's funny. The same uh, RA that we were talking about. That's what I always think of when I think of the resident. Residence analysis. Yeah, yeah, the resident. No, he was really into the residents, and we went to go see them at Irving Plaza. They played a show. And uh, I was like, "Eh, kind of on the fence about it. I was like, this could be terrible. And I went and I was totally entertained. I was like, wow, that was awesome. And he was not. He was like, oh, I hated that. So it's tough to gauge. Still, yeah, still unsure. Hmm. Yeah, Alex, you're gonna start talking about our days in college. How you like that? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just this one episode is very. Uh huh. Sorry. Well, that's right. This is the same. I forgot. This is the same one that we were talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, you guys watching one. Magic? Wait till the next episode. Yeah. Right. I actually like. So I like the uh, Across the Universe yeah. one, although it's it's grungier yeah. as opposed yeah. to the kind of more ethereal. I think fun. that takes me out of it. I, I could. That's, I can understand. Yeah. That. 
That was actually the first cover I'd ever heard of it, so maybe that's why I was kind, oh. of, kind mm. of enjoying it. It's a good song. It, it's a, you know, it would have been great if like they sold this to Casio or something, and then like for the next twenty years, every demo for every Casio ever made was this. Because <laughs> then you totally hate the song. Mm-hmm, maybe I think with like the Casio, like. Bossa Nova. But anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a nice little, I don't know. It's a nice little number. It's a, it's a song you can put in your pocket, yeah. take out on a rainy day, and give a three. <laughs> and suddenly you're flying. It right. turns into Bill Nye. <laughs> Science guy? No, the other guy. The British... Uh, Bill Nye, the other Bill guy. Nye, Bill, Bill Nye. <laughs> the other Bill Nye. That was a good uh, one, Pete. Well, thank you. <laughs> good one. Uh, all right, well, if that's... Uh, that's all we had to say about flying. Uh, every, I have a question. Yes. For whom, Time for one question. For whom will we be back on, on, on Friday? I don't think anyone. No. no. Probably no one. No? No? Nobody. No. Not you? No? A girl? Is a girl? Right, fine. Well, yeah, we'll be back for no one then uh, on Friday here on Alphabetical, this podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>